Hey, Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor JP here. Hey, we're so glad that you're joining with us on our podcast today. I pray today that this message stirs your faith, that it builds you up, that it draws you closer to the Father's heart, and ultimately that you just feel the embrace of heaven. We would love to stay connected with you and you to stay connected with us. So please feel free to check us out on our website, oasischurchchicago.com, or download our app, Oasis Church Chicago. Also, you can be sure to join with us on our live stream on our YouTube page every Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Now here's today's message. All right, we have been in a series uh, on the Holy Spirit. Woo, two of us stand in agreement. Um, and today, I'm gonna do my best uh, to teach on something that I find very, very important, and I believe is very, very important for this house. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pray in a few moments because I really need the Holy Spirit to help me with this. Amen? Um, and I'm just believing that what is spoken today, um, it's, going to, it's going to do a lot in our church. I woke up this morning um, early, and um, I just felt the Lord say that um, today is a, a desperate needed thing for this house. I just heard, I heard the word desperately needed for this house. And as I kept praying, I felt the Lord say, I sensed the Lord say that, that it's going to heal deficiencies in the house of Oasis. How good is God? How many of you know we all have some? How many of you know, how, how many of you want more of Jesus? How many of you want more of Jesus? Okay. And so today, I, I wanna teach, um, and I, I actually look back through my notes. I think I taught, I've taught on this one time in this church, and it was really bad. It was a really bad message. I look back through my notes. If you're a preacher and you look back a couple years, you're like, why is anybody coming to this church? That was a bad message. Um, but I, I've, I've grown in this, and I've watched the Lord do work this in my life, um, two years after I got saved. And today, I wanna talk about baptism in the Holy Spirit. I, I, the first week we were here, I, I shared a story about um, when I was away, I got saved at, at 22, and, I, and I, I, I was following the Lord for two years. And um, I went away, to, to a cabin in Wisconsin for something with work. I had to go deal with a whole bunch of high school students. And, um, and I was there, and in that moment, in that room, in this cabin with no Wi-Fi, nothing, um, the Holy Spirit showed up, and he met me. And um, I, I, was, I was overwhelmed with the presence of the Holy Spirit. So I shared that because I wanted to give you guys context to, uh, to, to where we were going this series, but I wanna share that again because what happened in that moment, I wanna give a little bit more of it. It's not to share anything of me. I just, I'm hoping to connect dots today. I'm hoping to teach this. I'm hoping to make this simple. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to, to kind of throw out some of the bad stuff of this and try to bring in the truth of, of baptism in the Holy Spirit. And, and so in that moment, I, I, I was overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit and I began to speak in a language that I'd never heard before. I was graced with the power to pray in the Holy Spirit. But that was not my moment of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. What I didn't share was months prior, I, I got saved and I, I, was, I was still caught up in a whole bunch of stuff and I started working for the university and a man that I, I love to death, um, I'm grateful because he's, if, if you met this man, you would know exactly why I am the way I am in so many ways when I preach and teach. And, 
um, my mentor, my, the one that discipled me, um, brought me into his office. We worked together, and he sat me down. And I thought, I, I was like, what's up, man? He's like, I need to talk to you. And I was like, what sin did I do? Like, you know, you're thinking like, what, what did I do? I'm like thinking through, I haven't, I haven't done anything bad today. What's going on? He's like, no, 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 man, I need, to, I need to talk to you. He's like, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I felt the Lord say, you need to pray over JP to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I just sat there, and I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, when you get around those people, it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, you get around some weird ones, and they're like, you need to be baptized. It's like, I don't want that, maybe. Um, anyway, it's funnier in my head. Uh, but he was so like, I just, Jay's like, you're, there's power that wants to come upon you. And I, in that office, the Holy Spirit touched my life. And I, I, I can tell you, it was the most precious, most beautiful thing I've encountered in the Lord, besides being saved by him. See, what happened was, as I was 22, I got saved in an environment where I met Jesus face to face. I met him. But it was because of the Holy Spirit that led me to Jesus. And I'll talk about that. But but it wasn't an environment where immediately it was like, we want to get you water baptized, and then we want to pray that you get baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so, so I, I had that encounter, and it was like the lights turned on. And so you're, some of you are already like, well, well, how does that happen? Where's this Bible? I'm going to teach a lot of Bible today. Are you okay with that? You should be. You should be, yes. I love that. Because we have a lot of craziness going on that's not the Bible. So if you get upset that I shared 20 passages, sorry, this is who we are. I don't, I don't just pull one passage in and be like, this is it. I'm, I'm going to teach the Bible. But in that moment, in that room, I was like, in, in the room in Wisconsin, I was like, how did this, what's happening here? What's going on here? Like, I, I, even in his office, and the Lord led, led me to Acts chapter 8, verse 14 through 17. And I read this, and it struck a chord to me. And it says this, when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers. Everyone say new believers. What does that say? They were already saved. You can't believe something and not be saved. You need to say amen a lot. That they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. This is days, time after Pentecost, after Acts 1 and 2. This was time afterwards that the gospel, the good news of Jesus was being shared. Repentance was happening, but the disciples knew there was more. There was more. So can we pray? I have like, 25 minutes. <laughs> can we go 30 minutes today? Can, can you guys have some grace for me today? All right, Jesus, we come right now and we just believe you for more. Jesus, we take you at your word. We believe your word. And we believe that everything you say in this word is true and it's for us, it's to edify us, it's to instruct us, it's to correct us. It's to heal us. And so we say, Jesus, would you baptize us in the Holy Spirit today? 
In Jesus' name, amen? Now, I know when I say baptism in the Holy Spirit, some of you, not all, can start to go, oh, snap, what's about to happen? I know that for some of you, you've come in here and you hear that and you're like, I don't even know what he's talking about. Regardless of where you're at today, I'm just gonna ask you to hold steady with me, to hold on. And I believe at the end of today, we're gonna see a move of God's spirit. And I really believe what God said to me about the deficiencies, sin, being broken is going to happen today because that's what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Power. If I, if I had to put one word to this whole message, is that. It's power. It's power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I, one of the best things that the, and I don't mean this as a compliment, that the devil can do to the church is screw around and mess up what it means to have the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna try to sit as much as possible, but I just feel the presence of the Lord. It's one of the greatest things that he can make confusing, doubtful, is that the Holy Spirit's weird. The Holy Spirit's uh, uh, just, just, just completely like throw that thing over there because it's, it's just too much. I don't understand it. The Holy Spirit can, can make um, a misuse of the Holy Spirit in environments. Guys, I've been in countless environments and I've sat there and I'm like, oh, snap. I don't know what's going on here, but this doesn't feel like he's here. So, so, so this topic, what, what's my point? That my point is this, this topic is one where you can immediately shut your ears off. You can immediately have all the bad stuff that you've experienced. You can immediately have all the weird things you've seen on TV. I'm not on TV. <laughs> I don't wanna be on TV. <laughs> I just want Jesus. And I know what Jesus says about this, and it's a real thing today. Are you with me? I've, I, I've, I've watched this unfold in my life. I've been taught in this. I've been instructed in this. And I, fe- I felt like in so many ways, when the Lord released me to teach this, I was like, Lord, like, I, 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 I don't know if we're ready for it. And he said, son, you've been ready for a long time. But you've been afraid. You've been afraid to teach this. Because once you cross into this, it's gonna mess with some, 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 some theology. It's gonna mess with some mindsets. It's gonna mess with some, some stuff. But here's the thing. I believe it's gonna mess us up in the best way possible. I, I want you to know that where I get this from is I, I've been taught under Will Morris, I, I've, I've said my mentor, um, great teachings from a man named Robert Morris in, in Dallas, Texas. When I, when I was in Will Morris' office, he handed me his book, um, John Bevere on the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, uh, Derek Prince, come on, do you even, does anybody know who Derek Prince is? Show me, the holy ones. You all need to watch Derek Prince, old dead guy, best, 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 best. Taught me in this. And recently, uh, Pastor Ruben sent me a message from a guy uh, by the name of Mike Miller up in Upper Room. And it, it put together, once again, the framework of how I've been taught. So I'm taking their framework collectively. Can I do that? I have the gift of copying. I'm kidding. You know, nothing new is, <laughs> okay, here we go. But I want us to be marked today. So baptism of the Holy Spirit. Baptism of the Holy Spirit. Can, one more thing, real quick. Um, I, I want us to be careful not to judge today. Actually, can I encourage us? Don't judge a lot in church. <laughs> don't judge how someone worships versus how someone else worships. 
Be careful not to judge. You can have wonders and questions and concerns, but the moment you move into judgment, it's a really bad place, because that's actually, I think Josh mentioned, give and it'll be given to you. That's true about resources, but that's actually about judgment. At the measure of which you judge, you will be judged. Hello? Do you know your Bible? That's Bible. And so I, I just want us to say, like, Listen, there's been camps created and, and theologies created because over time of what happened in the early church, there's, there's been confusion or wonder, fear, so there's been camps created. But if you go back to the word and you ask, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you under it, you will see all throughout the New Testament and Old Testament, I'm gonna show you, the power of being baptized in the Holy Spirit and walking in the Spirit. It is significant, it is needed. And my hope today is to see a precious thing from the scriptures put power in our hearts today. Amen? All right, so, so baptism, baptism. Well, I wanna look at the word baptism today. I wanna look at the word baptism. Um, and I heard this explained, and so I'm gonna use the framework because baptism, for most people, when you think of baptism, if I just said baptism, you think of water baptism. Let me see your hand. How many of you think water baptism, right? Immediately, it's like, oh, yes. And right, so, well, let me say this. When you get saved, when you come to Jesus by the Holy Spirit bringing you to Jesus, you saying yes, we believe you should get water baptized right away. I, I can't wait for the day we have a tank in the house right here. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit over there. Not, this isn't our building, but like, you get what I'm saying. Because I hate that we can only baptize when it's, when it's summertime. Because really, if you read the Bible, there's, there's not waiting for the photo op. There's not waiting, waiting time for you to get ready. I think the one, one of the things I get, I get so discouraged by and, and I cor correct in kind ways is when people come up, they're like, I got saved. And I'm like, great, you gotta get baptized. They're like, ah, I'm not ready for it. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, we're gonna go find a tub. You can come to my house because this is, we're gonna dunk you right away because this is what the Bible says to do. It's, 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 it's not like waiting for you to get ready. Can I encourage some of you? If you have not been water baptized, come up to the front today. We're gonna go find somewhere. El elders, Charles, we're coming to your house. I don't know, do you have a tub? Like, we're gonna, we got, they said three. We're just multi-tubbing people. Like, doof, doof. So when you think baptism, you think water. I believe and many, many people believe, but the Bible, I believe, teaches that there's actually three, three baptisms. Stay with me. Okay, let's, let's use it in this framework. If I say God, God, you think Trinity, right? Or at least I hope you would think Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God is three in one, but if I say God, it can mean, right? If I say salvation, right, we immediately think about, about when we were saved, right? But can I tell you, salvation actually means three things. It means when you were saved, you're being saved, sanctification, and you will and we will be saved when he returns on that white horse. So if you think of salvation, you can't just think that one moment when you were saved. You gotta think about, and I could give you all the Bible words, but it's, it's just, I'm helping make this simple. It's, it's going, I was saved, I'm being saved, and I will be saved. Us as a person, you, if I say, if I talk to my wife, Rachel, it's, it's going, there's three parts to her. There's a mind, right? There's a body, the shell, and there's a spirit. 
And so when I look at the word baptism, I believe there are three dimensions to baptisms in the Bible. <laughs> I understand Ephesians 4 because some of you are brilliant, loving Bible people, and I think we need more of them. Read your Bibles, please. But Ephesians 4 talks about there is one baptism. But I, I do believe, and, and I, I've heard this said, I believe that in that one baptism, three things can happen within that baptism. Is this helping? Is it making sense so far? Even if you believe in the camp that you, you, you're like, well, there can't be three. I would argue, I'm gonna make an argument. Can I make an argument? I don't argue with people often. I don't like theological arguments. They're not fun. You guys, can we be careful of arguing theological arguments? Um, I feel the Lord say this, so I'm gonna say it. Even in the season we're coming into, elections and all this stuff, stop arguing with people. It's not worth it. Unless you're seeing salvations at, on your computer screen or on your phone screen, they're like, yes, I repent. It's like, stop it, it's nonsense. Where was I going? Right here. Even if you believe that baptism, you still, if you don't believe there's three, you still believe there's two. Because you would believe that you were baptized when you came to Jesus and baptized in water, okay? But I believe there's three things that can happen at one time. But I believe that those three things can happen not all at the same time, they can happen one after another at different times, okay? And so, so, so here are the three baptisms that I see in the Bible. I think we're gonna have it on the screen. Are you okay, do you need some coffee? All right. Here's the three things, I think we got them. Yeah, there we go. First, the Holy Spirit baptizes us in Christ. That is the point of your salvation. Second, the disciples, aka the church, elders, pastors, leaders, come and then baptize us in water. I, I, I believe that, like, right, I've talked about that. And three, Jesus baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. I, I'm gonna focus on the third, but I wanna give context to the first two because it matters, all right? Um, and so the word baptism, it, it, baptismos, it, it means to fully immerse. It would be like when they would take a piece of cloth, a white linen cloth, and they would immerse it in dye, pink, purple, red, and it would come up out of that dye and it would be completely different. It would no longer be white, but it would be that color. I believe every one of these moments, baptized mo bap baptismal moments, there we go, I know grammar, uh, that, that our lives get immersed even more into Jesus. Amen? <laughs> okay, let's, let's go first. Is it hot in here? First, the Holy Spirit baptizes us into Jesus. First Corinthians 12, 13, get your Bibles out. Please, you, a lot of you are staring at me. Take some notes. If, there, if there's ever a message where I say, take notes, it is now. <laughs> I'm not a big like, take notes, you'll get to heaven guy. I'm, but today, I'm like, get, take notes. <laughs> you were like, am I gonna get to heaven? <laughs> 1 Corinthians 12, 13. For we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body. What's the body? The body of Christ. Whether Jew or Gentiles. For we were all baptized by one spirit as to form one body. It, that scripture verse is talking about the moment when you came into Jesus. 
When your life came and recognized that your heart was dead, your life was dead, and you came into the goodness of Jesus, the salvation work of Jesus. You were baptized by one spirit into the body of Jesus Christ. Anybody thankful that we were saved by Jesus? This is when regeneration happens. This is when, when the Holy Spirit comes and brings you and, and reveals to you where you're at and shows you the goodness of Jesus. Can I tell some of you, you cannot nor did you save yourself. The idea that you will power yourself into Jesus is false. I, I believe that. Because here's the reality, I tried it at times. <laughs> When I was not saved, I would be like, I'm coming back to Jesus, I'm coming back. And it was like, dude, this is my own try. I'm trying to, I'm trying to heal myself because I'm just guilty. But when the Holy Spirit, and I listened and I received it and I realized it, it's like, oh, he's the one that led me to Jesus. It's so powerful that in the book of Genesis chapter one, it says that, that the world was chaotic and formless and void. But who was hovering over it? The Spirit not some weird spirit, the Holy Spirit, I believe, was hovering over chaos and was the one that brought it, because when the word was spoken, brought it into existence. How amazing is that the Holy Spirit hovers over our lives. I believe, I believe that it is the will of Jesus for all men to come to repentance. He says that, but there's this thing of free will and choice and decision, because he's not manipulating, he's not gonna do all that stuff. I believe that, but it's our response to recognizing Oh, snap, I, this, I'm dead. I'm a dead man. I'm lost. That's why, I, 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 listen, I, I sense the Lord here. I, I feel it's so important for us to share the goodness of Jesus because one conversation, the Holy Spirit might be working on somebody and you come and you speak out the goodness of Jesus. You share the gospel unashamedly, not afraid, like, oh, my reputation. Who cares about your reputation? and you share the goodness of Jesus, yo, listen, there is one that came. He came from heaven to earth. He died on a cross. He raised to life. He loves you so much that he gave his life. Yo, listen, because of the spirit hovering, that moment might change that person's life forever. We have to evangelize the goodness of Jesus. You didn't get saved just for you. <laughs> Some of you need to say amen. You're like, I'm never sharing my faith. That's not how the disciples did it. That's not the gospel. The gospel is, is the call for us to go share the goodness of God. So, so Jesus comes into our lives because the Holy Spirit baptizes us. The Holy Spirit immerses our lives into Jesus. Do you remember that day? Do you remember that day? I, I, I want to encourage you, never forget that moment. Some of you are like, well, I was five. I, I've just been serving Jesus. Praise God. But like, for me... I was, I was literally, <laughs> can I share this? I was so, like, hungover, and my sister called me. She's like, we're going to church. I was like, I'm not going to church. <laughs> she said, I'll buy you dinner. I was like, I'm, I'll be at church. And we sat in the back row, and I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> you know, some of you know, like, oh, why am I here? And the Holy Spirit, bam! I met the love of Jesus. Let us not forget that. So the Holy Spirit baptizes us into Jesus. I wanna say this, because I'll probably say it again. Some of you think if you aren't baptized in the Holy Spirit, you don't have the Holy Spirit. It's a lie. You have the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit wouldn't be working in you if you didn't have the Holy Spirit. Second, the disciples then baptize us in water. 
the, the body of, like, like the leaders, the pastors, I, I believe there's, there's, there's no problem. I'm just gonna say it, no problem with a father baptizing their kids or a mother baptizing their kids. It's disciples baptizing one another. Colossians 2.12, write it down. Having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Having been buried with him in, baptized, in baptism. Jesus' famous words on the Mount of Olives as he's ascending into heaven. He says in Matthew 28, verse 19, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Speaking of that water baptism. So, so the instruction is, is that we as disciples, we baptize one another. And what is that baptism, water baptism? It is, it is John's, the, 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 the one who came and said there is one coming. It's John's baptism of repentance. Yeah. Let me say it this way. It's the baptism of the old man dying in that water. That's why I'm so concerned with people getting baptized right away because it's like, yo, this is not just some real cool photo shoot moment with a good backdrop and you get a good t-shirt and all your fans can be like, woo! It is a prophetic moment. It is a significant moment. It is a, it is a, it is a supernatural moment that when you go into that water and you come out of that, is this helping you? You're staring at me like I'm crazy. I feel the presence of the Lord. You go into that water and you come out of that water. That old man is dead. Dead. That's what Jesus says. Go, share the gospel and baptize people. Let's start seeing some dead people start walking in life. It's the power of the water. It's the power to come out and be like, I'm my, my life is no longer what it used to be. Can I encourage you? You don't need to be baptized 17 times. There's this new trend going on. It's like, it's like I need to be baptized. I was, I was a sinner. I sinned last night. Baptize me in water. Stop it. No, just, just stop sinning. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you don't need to be water baptized. You just need a different friend group. Can I keep going? Yeah, you don't need to be baptized. You just need to get a, a dumb phone and stop having a smartphone that have you have access to every website known to mankind that's gonna destroy your soul. You don't need to be water baptized. You just need to get sanctified. And he, the best news about this is he wants to actually sanctify you. He doesn't wanna keep you in that stuff. He doesn't desire for you to stay in that stuff. Listen, I, my old man died in that water, but when I came out, I've still sinned. Shocker. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm not gonna run back to the water and be like, take me to the Jordan River, Andrew, dunk me. It's more holy. I got dunked in a pool in a backyard. What I do now is go, Lord, I, I, I grieved your heart. Oh, I grieved you. I, I, ah, I don't wanna do that anymore. Help me. Is this helping you? For some of you, this is, you understand this, but for our church, we need to understand this. So it's, it's in that moment, Romans 6, 4. I told you more Bible. We therefore, were the, we were therefore buried with him. That through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. We are called to baptize one another. And then the third is this. Jesus baptizes us in, everyone say in. Yeah. 
the Holy Spirit. There is a really big difference between the word in and of. Okay, I know it's semantics, but it really matters. It just matters. I've realized how much more it matters when I pray. When I pray for people, Jesus, baptize them in the Holy Spirit. And let me say this, because I don't know if I'll say it, but I wanna say it now because it's in my head. This is a daily prayer that we have access to pray. Jesus, baptize me in the Holy Spirit today. That's an open door for us to pray. That's an open, that's in the playbook of heaven. We need to, before I came down here, I prayed that. When I woke up this morning, I said, Jesus, would you baptize me in the Holy Spirit today? Before I go into meetings, I say, Jesus, as of late, I've been praying. Jesus, would you baptize me in your Holy Spirit today? Because it's asking for power. And so all three synoptic gospels, plus John, speak of Jesus sharing the power of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. If you don't believe me, here they are, ready? Um, plus, plus the book of Acts talks about it, but, but Mark chapter one, verse eight. I, I don't have these team, I don't think. Um, they're looking at me. Are you all right? Mark chapter one, verse eight. You need to make some space. I'm gonna real, use my real Bible, because then you'll believe me more. Are you there? It's interesting that in all gospels, plus John, plus Acts, this is spoken about in all of them. Now, why does that matter? It matters because not all the gospels share the same stories. Is that Bible? It doesn't mean that one's different than the other. They all had different experiences. They, the accounts of what they share are different, but they all found it fit to talk about this in each one of them. Mark 1, verse 8. I baptize you with water. Speaking of John the Baptist, forgive me. But, but, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Luke 3. Luke 3, go there fast. Luke 3. Some of you, are you on your phones? You're going there a lot faster than I am. 3.16. John answered them all. I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. John 1, John 1, John 1, verse 33. Uh, and I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Matthew 3, verse 11. It says this, I think we have that one, and I, I baptize you, Matthew 3, verse 11, I baptize you with water for repentance. Did you catch that? But after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not even worthy to carry. Can I tell you, do not touch the glory of God. What do, what's, what do I mean? <laughs> he can do this thing without you. Get low. I, I'm not even worthy to carry his sandals, John says. John, John was one that Jesus had a really, really big love for. And he's like, I can't even touch his sandals. Are you with me? Jesus doesn't need superstars. Jesus doesn't need people that are like, like, oh, I can do this thing. No, no, he needs humble, low people today. All right, back to the message. He will baptize you with Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus was promised to come and baptize us in the power of the Holy Spirit. The difference between of and is is this. Of, baptism of the Holy Spirit is when, G, when the Holy Spirit brings you into Jesus. That's baptism of the Holy Spirit into Jesus. I believe this. 
Baptism in the Holy Spirit is when Jesus comes and, oh, power. Power. These three expressions, I, I find it all through the Bible, all through Gospels, all through Acts. I, I even find it in the Exodus story. I, I do. Because I believe this is the promise, right? The Holy Spirit was the promise that our lives would be sealed. It would be the promise that we are now completely his. It was the promise that we would walk in power. It's that promise for us. So Jesus really wants us to get this. Or she could come. Because why does this matter today? Why am I teaching this? I, I could have got in here today and started talking about the gifts of the Spirit. We're gonna do that. But we have to understand how important it is to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's not weird. It's, not, it's, it's Jesus' gift. And, and I want to say this. like, There's always more with Jesus. Are you hearing me? There's always more with Jesus. The last message I preached, I preached on there's more. And I used the example of info commercials. You ever seen info commercials? I was, I, I was a... I was a info commercials best friend. I was like, bye. I remember, she said, I still am. See, I'm not lying. I, I found a golf thing for my son. I was like, yes, bye. She's like, what is all these purchases? I was like, I was up late, babe, watching the TV. You know, it's so funny. They were like, you get the product. But if you buy now, you get four more. It's like, yes. <laughs> Why just have one when you can have four? I, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Who cares about the money? I'm getting four more. And I, and I see that with the Lord. Jesus is, listen, this is not a question of you're saved or not. I wanna make that very clear. When, when the Holy Spirit baptized you into Jesus and you said yes to Jesus, you're saved. You need to say amen. You're saved. But I believe there's more promise from Jesus for our lives. That, that it's what the phrase I said, it's like the lights turned on for me. And the lights keep turning on for me. It's, in, it's, in, it's, like, it's like, man, when I, when I pray Jesus baptize me in the Holy Spirit, it's like the lights come on and I'm filled once again with fresh power for my day. And he wants to do it for you. You haven't sinned too much. You haven't, you haven't done too much to not deserve this. This is what his heart, this is the Father's heart, to give the Holy Spirit to you for you to walk in power. The church should not be a weak people. And the reason is, I believe it more than ever, it's because we're, we're saying no to the Holy Spirit because it's weird and it doesn't fit in my theological box and it's, it's just been complicated and messy. And I'm here today to prophetically say to this house, we are going somewhere. And it's gonna be a move of God in this city where there's gonna be supernatural power. But we won't be people that don't know the word. And we won't be people that are all just spirit. We will be spirit and truth. But we need a touch of power in our hearts. I'm preaching. Can I just get some amen? I'm preaching. Woo! And it's hot. Can I, can I just take a few more moments? We need this. One of the most powerful stories of this, and I'm going to share Acts. I got a few more Bible. Is when, when Nicodemus encounters Jesus. And Nicodemus, a man that's full of knowledge, scholar, like just brilliant. In John 3, verses three through six, now there was a, a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. That's a big deal. Are you hearing me? He came to Jesus at night and said, 
Rabbi, can I tell you, Jesus is not afraid of you coming to him like, what's about to happen? He came at night because he didn't want anybody to see him. Jesus didn't say like, leave me. You didn't come in the daytime. Jesus will welcome you when you, just go. Just, go. just get to him. <laughs> Rabbi, we, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God for no one can perform the signs you are doing if God were not with them. Jesus replies, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Salvation. Salvation. Baptism of salvation. How can someone be born when they're old, Nicodemus asks. I just think this is one of the funniest responses in the Bible. What do you want me to do? Like go back and get born again in my mother? It's like, oh, that's such a, I would never have thought that. I would just be like, Jesus, I'm dumb. Make it clear for me. And Jesus answered him, very true, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to the spirit. Jesus is speaking in John chapter three about all three. Salvation, be born again, Nicodemus. Born of uh, uh, the water, disciples baptizing, repentance, John's baptism, baptizing the Spirit. Receive the baptism of the Spirit, Nicodemus. They're all there. And all three bear witness to one another. That's why 1 John 5, 7 says that they all agree. I told you I'm teaching Bible today. They all agree, right? For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. They all testify to one another. They all matter. I see it in the Exodus story. I, I, uh, I see it in, in the old T, like the, 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 the um, people in bondage in Egypt and, and, the, and the angel of the Lord says, come to, to Moses, put blood over the doorposts. My brain's catching up to my... And, and so, so, so they put blood over the doorposts and, and the angel of death comes and they're saved. So then they, they're saved and they are leaving Egypt. And Pharaoh's army's pursuing them. All the old stuff, the bondage and the sin and the darkness and the evil, the captivity, all following them. And they cross the water. And when they cross the water, what happens? The water closes. It's a, it's a picture of water baptism. It's a picture of old life dead and walking into new life. So then what do the people in, in Joshua, I think it's Joshua chapter three, it's then, the, then they're crossing the river Jordan to get into the promised land and they put the Ark of the Covenant in the middle of the Jordan. And the people have to walk by the Ark of the Covenant. What's the Ark of the Covenant? The tangible, like the, the, the presence, it was holding and hosting the presence of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord in that time. It's like, it's like Jesus is like, I want you to see this. Your life is not one to just be, he loves you, you're saved, he loves you, you're saved, but he's like, I want you to have power. I want you to have power. You know, Acts 2, Peter, they, they, all, get, they all get baptized in the Holy Spirit in the upper room. And, 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 and the people downstairs are like, these people are drunk. Listen. The Holy Spirit is not a respecter of any person. Hear me. He will, he will, if, if it's, if you're so headstrong on your reputation and how you look, he will mess you up. I've watched him in my own life because I'm not a guy, like the whole, the whole shakalaka, like, tongue, like, I was like, Lord, I'll preach your word, but I don't want to do that because it's just weird. And he's like, oh yeah? 
I'm like, oh, here I am. This is the guy now. I'm the guy now. Because he doesn't, he wants to give me more intimacy with Jesus. But, but, but Peter comes out after being filled with the Spirit, and he replies to the people, because they're like, you're drunk. But honestly, this is the people, I, I'm paraphrasing Bibles, is this okay? And they go, what's going on with you guys? <laughs> what's happening? And it's not just a couple people outside, thousands. And Peter says in Acts 2, verse 38, repent and be baptized, every one of you. Repent, be baptized. Water, baptism, Holy Spirit, baptizing us in the uh, baptism of, Christ, of the Holy Spirit, Christ, right? Water, be baptized. But I also believe this, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I believe that word baptized speaks to water and Holy Spirit. And you know what happened? Thousands, thousands. They were having a multiple tub dunk party. I believe it. I believe they were just dunking people filled with the Holy Spirit, dunking people filled with the Holy Spirit. This matters, church. It matters. One more and then I'm gonna close. Is this okay? Acts 18 and 19 are one of my, I've studied this, I've read this. I, I think this is one of the clearest pictures of why we can't fight this. Can I say it that way? You may not understand it fully, but the, I'm telling you, that's why I told you, take notes, go home and read this. But Acts 18 and 19, right? Acts 18 is, is, is Apollos, it speaks of a man, Apollos, who, 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 who the scripture talks about was a learned man. He, he was, a, he was a, a man that, um, it says this, he was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been instructed in the ways of the Lord and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. This is years after Pentecost, years. So listen, it's not saying they're wrong. He, it, Paul doesn't say, Apollos is a false prophet. I've heard that stuff say, if you only preach repentance of Jesus, it's, that's, that's a, that's, that is such a lie. Apollos was doing only what he knew to do. And it says he preached Jesus accurately. He preached boldly. He preached the baptism of John. And so he's in Ephesus, and Paul comes then in 19 and arrives in Ephesus. Paul, the apostle, and it says this, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they answer, no. We've not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. <laughs> can, I, can you go back to verse one? It says that there he found some disciples. Are you catching what I'm saying? You're saved. You love Jesus. Paul's not like, none of you are saved. Let's start the process over, guys. He's saying, you're a disciple. Found disciples. But he goes, he sees their lives, and he's like, wait, 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 wait. There's a lot of word here. There's a lot of love for Jesus here. There's a lot here, but there's something missing. There's something missing. And Paul goes, have you heard of the Holy Spirit? They're like, we don't even know who that guy is. So Paul, Paul, they, so Paul asked them, then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. And Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. And people think that Paul's rebuking them. I just think Paul's like, yes. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then when Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. All three, right here. This is good word. I don't know, I don't, I'm, I'm encouraged. Babe, are you encouraged? We'll just preach. Paul said, listen, 
you, you love Jesus, but there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. So my question to you, church, is do you want more? Do you want more? It's, it's not some weird thing to be like, I want more of him. I want more. I want more. I want power to fill my life every day so I don't have to be lost in the stuff that the world is lost in. I don't, I don't have to find myself in conversations that I don't need to find myself in conversations. I want power to look at people and say, this is gossip. I'm leaving this train. I want to be able to have power to look at people and say, hey, I see the Lord doing this in your life. I see the Lord's hand in your life. I begin to call out the golden people. I want the power of the Holy Spirit to help me love my wife like Christ loves the church because I can't do it on my own. I'm a flawed man, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus baptizing me those spirit, I can love my wife and my kids and, and love you all because I, it's not easy in my own, but if it's through the Holy Spirit, I get power. I get power to, to fight sin and, and the darkness. Can I tell you when those lights came on? It was like sexual sin just now. Did it did I I fought battle throughout my yes, but it was like I actually can know the, the way to freedom in this. I know the way to freedom. I was talking to an elder and I said, what was your experience of being baptized in the Holy Spirit? And, and they, said, they said to me, she said, she said I, I got filled with the Holy Spirit in a service and I was addicted to alcohol. And she went home that night and she took all of her alcohol and her mom's like, what are you doing? And she just dumped it down the drain. She said her life has never been the same. Why? Because power comes upon you and you start to get broken of the things that are binding you and have kept you captive. It's the Holy Spirit that breaks anxiety. It's the Holy Spirit that breaks depression. I love counseling. I'm yes and amen, but it's the Holy Spirit. But guys, I'm telling you, it's the Holy Spirit when Jesus and you pray, baptize me in it. It's like, man. Woo. I believe this prayer should be prayed. Jesus, baptize me in the Holy Spirit available so we're going to talk more next week we're, we're going to talk about gifts and we're going to talk about all that but I, I do want to just say one thing if, if, if you've grown up in an environment where you, you thought that the evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit or baptized in the Holy Spirit that, that tongues came right away and you didn't get in you walked away disappointed I want to say really really like I'm sorry because it didn't happen that way to me now, I see the Bible, I see the evidence. I'm, I'm all for it. But I, I watched it in my life happen, right, at times. The Lord one time did it for my buddy. He, he was there praying, bam, and I was like, whoa. You know what I did? Lord, I want you. I want you. I want you. And in that room, bam, and it was constant. Got filled with the Holy Spirit of, of the, the grace of tongues. There's a grace of tongues and there's a gifting of tongues. Okay, I won't go there right now. But I, I want you to say, like, people have been elevated by gifting in the Holy Spirit. And we're not going to do that. But I do believe it's for everyone being baptized in the Holy Spirit today. Is this okay? Can you stand? Because here's the thing. I know it's late. I know it's late. I just, I, we, we don't have time to waste. I just, I want to pray for you if you're in this room and you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jesus wants to do it today. Jesus wants to do it today. The spirit of sound is distracting us.
want you to close your eyes and I want you to bow your head. And in your own heart, I want you to ask the question, do you want more? Do you want more? And if the answer is yes, I want more. I want to pray with you. For some of you, it's like I, I, I've received Jesus. I, I love his word. I love him. But I've been afraid of this. Holy Spirit life, it just seems wonky and crazy. They're weird. It's not weird. It's what Jesus told us. It's not weird. It's a life of power. If you're in this room right now and you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit by Jesus, I want you to come to the front right now. Every head bowed, every head closed, but come to the front. Come to the front right now. Do not be shy. Do not wait. We do not have time. I do not have time. He doesn't have time. He wants to do it right now. Come forward, come forward, come forward, come forward, come forward. Bruce, can you just begin to sing? Come forward. Come forward. Just if you're in the front, just, 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 just put your eyes on him right now and just say, Jesus, baptize me in the Holy Spirit. If you're in your seats right now, just pray, worship. Come forward, come forward. Ushers, help them, help them, elders, help them. Just for a moment, just for a moment, ask God, ask him. If you're in this room and you want power, you're done, you're done living with, with a lack of power, come forward right now. If you've been battling that stuff, that same thing over and over again, do not wait, do not wait, do not wait. The day is now, the day is today. Elders just begin to pray, pastors begin to pray. the altar just say holy spirit i want to be baptized jesus baptize me hold your hands so just just ask him yeah hold your hands outside of you, Lord, Lord God. Your word is true. Hallelujah. Your Bible is true, Lord God. The truth you have given us, oh God, will stand. Hallelujah, Lord. Let every mouth be open. Let every heart be open right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let your spirit move freely in this place, Lord. Not according to our own desire, but according to your desire, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Baptize us, Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Baptize us, oh God. Hallelujah. And we know the evidence of your spirit, oh God, the evidence of us being baptized in your spirit, Lord God, is a heavenly prayer language, oh God, a heavenly prayer language, Lord, that produces power. God, you say we will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. Baptize us in your Holy Spirit, oh God. Make the power evident, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We surrender our minds to you, Lord. We surrender our will to you, oh God. 
Lord God, not what we want, Lord God, not what we think, Lord God, but your word, your power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Every lie, every whisper, we come against it now in the name of Jesus. All fear, we bind it in the name of Jesus. Open hearts and open minds to the things of you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Father. Glory to your name, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We cast down what is comfortable and what is familiar. Lord God, you've called us into the ridiculous, Lord. We say yes. We say yes, Lord God, to being ridiculous for you, Lord God. We say yes to being uncomfortable for you, oh God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. those of us who are waiting for to waiting waiting to be delivered from that thing God is saying right now right now you've been struggling with this this for, for a long time you've been stuck in this ailment for a long time and you felt the power trying to break through almost you felt the, the word of God coming into your heart there's a welling up in your heart even now God is saying fire there's fire falling on the mouth some of you even physically your mouth is is, is warm your mouth there's almost like a, a numbness in your tongue God is saying that he is bringing forth your mouth to open right now he is causing your mouth to open up and to speak to him not to us not to man God is saying speak to me by way of my spirit Hallelujah. My spirit will teach you what to say. My spirit will show you what to declare. My spirit will show you how to be free, how to walk in the fullness of being free indeed, how to walk in the fullness of being totally set free. Hallelujah. Press into it now. Even some of you in your heart, there's a warming, there's a warm feeling, there's a tenderness, but there's also a fear. We bind fear in the name of Jesus. We bind fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear. If you feel fear right now, rebuke it in the name of Jesus. God has not given us the spirit of fear. He will not lead us into error. He will not walk us into unrighteousness. If the spirit of God is upon you right now, whatever you feel, allow it to come out before God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just stretch your hands out to him right now. Come on, just sing this. Just, just sing it to him. Give it him an offering right now. He's doing great and mighty work.
right now, and it is to let our, our faith meet that word um, that, that we heard delivered today. So just begin to open up your mouth in faith, and the, the rivers of living water will flow from our belly and come out of our mouth. Everyone that has um, come, come to the front and say, Lord, I want this. So we're, we're not going home without it. Like we're not going home without his power. So just practically allowing that faith to rise up, begin to open up your mouth and let that river of living water flow in Jesus name. In Jesus name. We receive you today, Spirit of the Lord. We receive you today, the precious gift precious gift. Jesus, we thank you that you said that if we asked, you wouldn't give us a stone. You wouldn't give us a snake, but you would give us your spirit. So we're asking and we're receiving today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just together, just begin to thank him right now. Open up your mouth and just tell him, thank you, Jesus, for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. Tell him right now. If you're at the front, tell him. Don't be shy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that there's more for us to experience in you. There's deeper encounters. There's deeper revelation. There's deeper power to pull from. We receive it. We receive it today. Holy Spirit, we receive you today afresh. Thank you for healing where there's, where there's been trauma or, 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 or seeing things that aren't truly your word and according to your word. Heal our hearts from it. Release us from judgment of it. Release us from the bondage of rejecting it, God. We receive it today, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for your great work in this house. I thank you for your work, Jesus, in hearts here today. Jesus, I thank you that you've called us to live a life of power. Every single person in this room, power from on high, power from the Holy Spirit. I pray our lives would have the lights turned on like never before. I pray our days would be days filled with power, days that, that seem dark and weary and uncertain. Power come by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we say yes to it, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. Jesus, I, I thank you that you've given us your Holy Spirit today once again. And Holy Spirit, I thank you that your greatest thing to talk about is Jesus. So Holy Spirit, lead us to Jesus. Holy Spirit, guide our lives to more of Jesus because we love you, Jesus. We bless you and we ask this all today. In Jesus' name, and everyone says, Come on, and everyone says, come on, can we bless the Lord? Come on, can you put your hands together and bless the Lord right now? Hallelujah, Jesus, we bless you, we honor you, we praise you.